Hello and welcome to Sports Page, the weekly show where we share all about University of Central Missouri athletics. Most weeks I visit with one UCM coach and one student athlete. We also review some Mules and Jenny's history, find out where two UCM alumni are now, and take a look at the week ahead in UCM athletics. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Moore, and I'm excited to discuss the top overall athletic program in the Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletics Association and one of the best overall programs in all of NCAA Division II athletics. We're just coming off spring break, everybody was in action, so we're doing a little throwback this week to the one show I got to host in the fall. For those of you who missed it, I'm going to be talking with three individuals who are instrumental on keeping you up to date on all that is happening with the Mules and Jennies. It's time for Sports Page. For 15 years, I have the honor and privilege of working with some of the finest individuals in all of college athletics. These folks are at virtually every sporting event but are operating behind the scenes. They show up early, stay late, and live to serve their student-athletes, coaches, and fans. They are writers, photographers, graphic designers, social media experts, statisticians, and historians. I'm talking about the athletic media relations staff, and at the University of Central Missouri, we have one outstanding crew. All three of the individuals on the show this week are former students of mine. Last fall, they joined me when I filled in for former host Corinne Benedict, and today I'm bringing that interview back as I visited with Media Relations Manager Ryan Anderson, Assistant Media Relations Manager Jason Ketz, and Media Relations Graduate Assistant Brinkley Beaver. Here we go. We're going to start off with Ryan Anderson. He is UCM's Media Relations Manager. Ryan graduated from Central Missouri with a bachelor's degree in broadcast media and then received his master's degree in sports management from UCM in 2013. After he graduated, he went to North Dakota State University, where he was the main contact for five sports and assistant for two other sports, then moved on to Wichita State, serving as the director of communications for three years there. And that brings him back here. Welcome, Ryan. Good to have you with us today. Hey, Joe. You know, it's great to be on. Um, You know, thanks for having um, us on today. Um, You know, I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Um, And, you know, I I think this is going to be a fun opportunity to kind of – you know, reminisce, but also kind of talk about, talk a little bit about, um, you know, what we do here at Central Missouri and, uh, you know, kind of just get to get to know Jason and uh, Brinkley. So how's it been coming back? Oh, it's outstanding. Um, you know, obviously, uh, you did a great job there, you know, summarizing, you know, kind of my career. Um, you know, been back going on two years now, um, you know, and then this place has always been home to me. Um, you know, Warrensburg, Burnsburg's been home to me. Um, you know, Warrensburg High School grad, class of 2007, lived here for 12 years. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's fun coming back to your alma mater, you know, it's fun coming back and it's, and it's fun being able to, you know, make an impact on the university, um, as well as, you know, some outstanding student athletes, coaches and staff. All right. Well, we're glad to have you back here. And our second guest today is Jason Ketz. Jason works under Ryan as the media relations assistant. He went to the university of central Missouri and graduated with a bachelor's degree in sports management. He's had all kinds of jobs with his degree, such as working at KMBZ Radio in Kansas City and as a producer and also as an on-air for Intercom as a promotions assistant. He then made his way back to Warrensburg to take the position he's currently in. So, Jason, good to have you here with us today. It's always good to be back in the Berg, Joe. You always know that. (laughs) But, uh, no, kind of piggybacking off what Ryan said, you know, 
for me, this was my second home. Obviously, Kansas City being the main home, but uh, yeah, the, there was always something about Warrensburg that really enticed me and always kept me coming back. And uh, yeah, when this position opened up for me a few months ago, it uh, it was definitely hard to not consider it. And obviously, I took the job, and here we are today. All right. Well, we're glad to have you back here with us as well. And our third member of our <laughs> our group today is Brinkley Beaver. Brinkley is a graduate assistant in the Media Relations Office. She, her hometown is Cave Springs, Arkansas. She majored in digital media production with an emphasis in sports reporting and broadcasting and is now pursuing her master's degree in sport management. Brinkley is also a student athlete as a golf, a golf team member here at UCM. In 2021, she was the Mules football sideline reporter and also a color commentator for UCM basketball would have been the sideline reporter in 2020 if we'd actually had football that year, yeah. but but did a great job working with Greg Hassler and I, and frankly, <laughs> good to have you here. I'm glad to be here. I uh, get a lot of questions from my teammates and friends about, you know, we know you're a GA, but what do you do? So being able to actually talk about what we do is a cool opportunity. Well, and you, you know, these two left for a while. Well, yeah. Now we're doing other things. You never left. You're, uh, you're back. Yeah. I was definitely coming into Warrensburg. I knew it because my brothers were already here, but I was definitely like a four years and I'm out of here kind of person. And then COVID happened and I got the opportunity to GA and, and get the master's paid for. And, you know, Warrensburg have, has a way of pulling you back in. I think we all know that. So <laughs> considering Can they confirm. both came back. Every time exactly. I think I'm out, it pulls me back in. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I haven't left yet. We'll see what happens. Well, it's I'm just I'm so proud to have all of you here because, like I said, you've all been students of mine. Um, it's a it's a field that I love. I I loved working in college athletics and in athletic media relations. Um, it's I I hesitate to say uh, it's underappreciated because I was in it and that feels a little uh, um, self grandiose. But I mean. You know, everybody other every other sport has an off season. They have a time where they're not working. They uh, they have to focus on their team. You know, when there's a volleyball game following a football game, they have to worry about the volleyball game, or they have to worry about the football game. You all do it all, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> I just felt like this would be a good time to, to give them a little shout out, give them a little love, and you know, it's curious for me when I was in the field when I did it, um, I knew in college, what I wanted to do, that I wanted to be a sports information director. Um, That's what I wanted to get into. And so that's what I studied. I worked in that office throughout college. You all went other routes. You all were doing broadcasting and digital media and such. So, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. What brought you into the sports information realm? So actually, um, you know, and funny Joe, story uh, about Ryan here in just a minute, too. Absolutely, Joe. And uh, actually, you're a big part of what brought me into uh, sports information, um, you know, as it was, as was originally called. Um, you know, I as you said, I started out in radio. Um, you know, I, I think I started out working at Coco in 2000, I want to say 2004. Um, and, you know, I, I know one one day you approached me about potentially, you know, volunteering and helping out with, uh, you know, home football games and, you know, potentially doing some, you know, participation tracking and, and spotting. Um, and, you know, it's, it's something, you know, that kind of caught my interest instantly. I mean, that's something that, you know, that could be kind of cool. So, um you know, I took that opportunity, and then I'm thrilled I did, obviously. Um, and, you know, also that goes that goes along with, uh, you know, basketball. Um, I think you approached me also about, you know, potentially being a spotter for uh, you when you input games into, this, into the uh, statistics laptop. So, um, yeah, that that's, you know, that that's kind of how I got into the business, um, you know, and it's something I fell in love with. Uh, and, you know, it's 
the rest is history, as they say. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it was kind of one of those deals where if you can't beat them, join them. Because we used to do these things <laughs> called media guides. And I don't know if yes. you two even know what that is. You don't do them anymore. Um, where we would put together bios on all the players oh, and the history yeah. and yeah. the record book and all mm-hmm. this sort of thing. And, and it's an arduous task. And it's a big book. And you're doing multiple of them per year because we, we would do one for football, for volleyball, for, for uh, soccer. And then you're getting ready for basketball. And that thing would no sooner be out of the box when it came into the office and young Ryan Anderson would be scooping up my media guys. And an hour later, they would come back with red marks and all of my typos. <laughs> and I swore when you got this job, I'm going to start going through it. I'm just going to red mark every one of his. <laughs> so you were kind of just built for it. No, absolutely. And, you know, it's something, you know, like, like I said, you know, it's something I, I enjoy reading. Um, and, you know, I, I love to write. Um, and, you know, this is, you know, a position that's perfectly tailored for that, um, you know, it's for, when it comes to reading and writing. Um, you know, obviously it's become more of a digital, you know, realm as, you know, time has progressed. But, you know, there's still an aspect of writing and, and you know, reading that, you know, is something that I enjoy doing. Okay. Well, and I'm going to skip Jason and come over to Brinkley first because I talked to you a little bit about the field whenever you were a student of mine. Um, talked a little bit about sports information, what it was, not not to you specifically, but in classes and such. What was it made you want to get into this? And do you and um, do you think that might be the future <laughs> route you go after you get your master's um, degree? I will say this: before I started the position, I was not interested. But now that I'm doing it, I can. I think it's fun. Um, especially, I was just talking to Jason about this the other day, but you look at other job opportunities and then you look at what we do every day. And yes, it is irregular hours. Yes, we're around the whole year calendar. We have sports going on for every season. We're busy all the time, but we all love sports. So we love being involved. We love um, having an impact on the athletes and the coaches and, and being able to help them in the recruiting process and the media that we put out and helping fans and sponsors be more involved so that they're donating to the program. And so kind of like Ryan said, he, he fell in love as he started doing it. I, it's, it's grown on me a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Jason, what about you? I think for me, obviously, uh, long story short, my family's been on the broadcast side of things forever. And so for me, I think the biggest, the biggest draw was the fact that I've always kind of considered myself the black sheep of my family to begin with. And so being on now the dark side, as I'm going to call it, and being on the information <laughs> side of things. Uh, it's really gravitated to me because kind of piggybacking off Brinkley, we're still covering the teams Mm -hmm. like you would be a reporter, except instead of being on the opposite side of the aisle, you're on the same side of the aisle as the teams themselves. Mm -hmm. So you get to know that insider information that all those media outlets want to know. So it's kind of, it's kind of the best of both worlds for me because obviously sports has been my biggest passion since from the time I was able to walk. And so, yeah, it, 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 it was, there were a lot of positives, at least for me that gravitated, toward uh, coming back to UCM and being in the sports information role. So Jason brings up a great point. I think Brinkley brought it up a little bit earlier. Ryan, I'm going to turn this one over to you. What exactly, and and I'm going to use the term sports information because that's the term that, it's the generic term that people know it as. The names have changed. I did my master's thesis on it. I did my PhD on trying to gain more influence for the position. Um, But I always got a lot of questions about what is a sports information director? What exactly Mm -hmm. do you do? So, Ryan, what do you do? (laughs) So, you know, Joe, I always like to kind of, um, you know, say the sports information department is kind of the primary liaison between the athletic department and its teams 
as well as the general public. Um, you know, we're in charge of, you know, connecting the general public to, you know, all of our teams, um, you know, according to the interviews, you know, design game programs, used to be design media guides, um, do record books, um, and, you know. Which is still done, it's just yes. done on the internet. Yes, now. it's all it's all electronic-based now. Um, so, you know, that, that's kind of how I like to summarize it because, um, you know, I, I think that's kind of the easiest way to explain it is, you know, just, just being able to, you know, connect the public to, um, you know, college athletics at, at here at Central Missouri. So you're kind of a journalist in-house for UCM athletics. Is that Would that be a good way of putting it? That's fair. Absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I think fair. in part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, for us, we still write – stories Mm -hmm. about each contest like we would be a sports reporter. Um, But, yeah, we get a little bit of cherry on top with the fact that we get to know the ins and outs of the teams without, you know, without anybody else getting to know. So it's kind of it kind of helps in that in that regard. So the people who see you, they see you courtside at basketball games and volleyball matches, and Mm -hmm. they may see you go into the press box and they think you're the statistician. Correct. And which, that's what which you we do. are. Yes. In and in some ways, uh, obviously, you know, that, that's definitely a part of, you know, what we do. Um, you know, obviously, you know, game day operations and, you know, keeping statistics and, you know, all that all that fun stuff. But, um, you know, we're we're also here to tell a story, um, mm-hmm. you know, about, you know, UCM athletics um, and, and, you know, to, you know, connect our pub, you know, our public, our fan base to, um, you know, our coaches and student athletes um, and, you know, share their stories with them i think we wear multiple hats and that's why people don't always know exactly it is what we do like what we do exactly because we do so many things they're like wait i see you doing this but you say you do this so what do you do but we kind of do we dabble in a bit of everything so it's it's a lot of writing yeah but this is a digital age Mm -hmm. and you know i teach a class in media promotions you took the class you two didn't have i didn't teach that class when you two were, were here in school um, Brinkley, we talked a lot about content marketing yep. in that class. And that was through writing, through developing podcasts. I was having a YouTube channel. Um, do you all do any of that as far as promoting the teams? Uh, is there somebody else within the in the group that does the video work and those types of things? Or uh, what all beyond the writing do you do to, to promote? Uh, no, definitely. Um, you know, we, we definitely, um, you know, do pr- produce content, um, you know, through social media graphics um, and, and, you know, stuff like that. But also, um, you know, Andy Ciateco, um, you know, is, is a large part of our department as well. Um, you know, she's our creative content coordinator. And she's really the one that goes out and, you know, gets video of everybody, um, you know, gets video of the teams and, you know, kind of shares the visual medium of, you know, you know, of our team's success. Okay. Before before you got here, Ryan, Joe Hoffman, the previous media relations manager, he his last year was during the COVID year. Mm-hmm. We weren't playing. And I don't think people realize, okay, well, if they're not playing, then what does your office do? And he got really creative. I thought that was really genius. He started doing a podcast of a where are they now sort of mm-hmm. thing because he didn't have any other games to be covering. Now, mm-hmm. for you all – Kind of challenging because you're covering all the games. It's a little tougher <laughs> yeah. for us. Yeah. Enter sports page where we try and do the yeah. radio content mm-hmm. and uh, um, tell the st- help tell the story of what's going on in UCM athletics. And so that's why you guys are so integral to what we're doing, and we really appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot going on, a lot more than people know about. 
lot of different ways to get that message out. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about what's your favorite part of the job, what's your least favorite part of the job, <laughs> and where you see you're going. That's all next. We're here with Ryan Anderson, Jason Ketz, and Brinkley Beaver. I'm Joe Moore. You're listening to Sports Page, only on UCM, The Beat. Champions know how to seize opportunities. When they see moments of greatness unfold right before their eyes, they push as hard as they possibly can. And then they push harder. Because the heart of a champion never settles, never quits, and never stops giving its all. We are champions. We are Division II. We go big, we give it everything we've got, and we win on the field, on our campuses, in our communities, for our causes, in our careers. We rise to become champions in everything we do. We are Division II and there are no limits here. We make our time count. We set our own path. We become champions on our terms. It's time to up your game because we're here to play and learn. But most importantly, we're here to discover ourselves our vision, our heart, our drive to achieve every goal we aim for because we want to be champions at the highest level, life. At Division Two, the opportunities are here. Are you ready? And we're back here on Sports Page on UCM The Beat, sitting down with Ryan Anderson, Jason Ketz, and Brinkley Beaver, the Athletic Media Relations team here at the University of Central Missouri. So we talked in the first segment about what the job is, what it is to be an Athletic Media Relations uh, Director, Athletic Media Relations Professional, formerly called a Sports Information Director. Some people call it Sports Communicators. That the new, new Athletic Communications. Athletic is, Communications. Is definitely the way everything's trending right now and there's you know Brinkley made the point you wear a lot of hats so I'm gonna go around the room and I'm gonna start this one with Jason you, you've been here um, what, two and a half months a cup of coffee is what I would like to say cup of coffee so in that time what is your favorite thing about the job I think for me it's the amount that I have learned about sports that I didn't know much about prior. So, for instance, volleyball is my fall, one of my main fall responsibilities along with cross country. Not to say that I didn't know some of the basic rules of volleyball, but I've gotten to know a lot of the intricacies thanks to Flip Piontek and Caitlin Peterson. Shout outs. Um, It's been cool for me to learn a sport that I didn't know just because all it's done is grown me as a as a reporter and as now you know in the sports information role so the it, the amount of stuff i have learned from not only coaches like them but just from ryan anderson for example brinkley beaver i've learned stuff andy ciateco i've learned stuff from the amount that i have learned in such a short amount of time is probably the thing that i'm most proud of yeah when i was a student volleyball was one of my sports and flip made me sit down and watch a training video and then gave me a test before he would let me stat volleyball i i know you, volleyball you told me about this <laughs> he didn't mince words he said if you don't know how to do this you're not working our matches and if you're not working our matches you don't have a job because mm-hmm. that's what you've been hired to do so. and that was that was definitely something as soon as i got hired on i knew i had to make sure to get it right and especially with the success, the long-term success of our volleyball program, uh, that was a big that was a big task for me was was being able to make sure that because on match days 
I am the statistician. I am the one that buries my head in that computer. And <laughs> Ryan Anderson has been my my main caller, but Flip has been gracious enough with his time to uh, you know to to be a, a you know a fill in. And so I have learned a lot from 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 doing that and 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 bringing those experiences and and being able to know that I'm that I'm growing professionally. All right, Brinkley, what do you think? Uh, as Jason was talking, I. I don't want to say the same thing as him, but tallying off of um, learning more about sports. Growing up, I watched sports with my dad. I had two older brothers, and neither of them cared to watch sports. So me, being the youngest daughter, would crawl up in my dad's lap on Saturday football and watch with him. Wait, wait, wait. Your brothers didn't like sports, but they were college athletes. Correct. Correct. So they liked to play sports, but they didn't care to watch. Gotcha. And I grew up... Our whole family was very athletic, and so I grew up in sports, knew I wanted to be involved in sports my whole life, and so I love learning about sports. I get so excited, and and so sitting with my dad, I learned a lot from him, but now that I've gone through college sports and now doing sports broadcasting, you have to know sports in and out to be able to talk about them, and and the sports broadcasting classes that we took here – um, the regimen and the coursework, you had to learn rules and, and things about the sports, and, and I was all over that. I loved it. And so now being in this uh, office, I'm responsible for men's and women's golf, obviously, because I just know it well. Um, but then I, I'm also responsible for wrestling, and wrestling is one sport that I know nothing about. And so I had to go into – I know, right? Because J- Jason's taught me Jason's a, a wrestler. Yes. You're doing wrestling. Yes. Okay. Okay. But I, I went into their office, and this is something I learned from reporting football last year, but I was very just transparent, and I said, look, I don't know anything, and I, I want to do a good job covering for you guys, and I'm probably going to sound stupid if I don't get for help get help from you and admit that I don't know anything. So – teach me please and uh, so many of the coaches have been so generous and so just having connections where I'm able to do that and learn more about sports like Jason said is so fun Um, but further than that the relationships I've built um, from meeting those coaches and now you know I play golf with the wrestling staff like I hang out with those guys I see them daily Um, Cody Feeney and and Vargas they're super cool guys and um, now working here just being around people all the time and building relationships other than just saying, oh, yeah, that's the head coach of the basketball team. But I I know Doug Carlskin. I play golf with Doug Carlskin. So just getting to meet the people in the department and making true friends to where I'm coming into work every day with people that I'm genuinely friends with is has been really fun. That was one of my proudest mm-hmm. moments when I, when I heard that you didn't really know football, but you were going mm-hmm. in and watching film and asking questions, and they were gracious enough to yeah. – I knew that at that moment, I'm like, she'd be great in this job. Because most people don't know – most people do know football, baseball, and basketball. They don't know volleyball. They don't yeah. know wrestling. They don't know track and field or cross country. But the, the willingness to learn and to talk with those people and, and grow, that's, that's the mark of a good athletic media relations professional. Thanks. So seeing you guys do that really Well, I think there's it. a difference between knowing a sport and knowing a sport well enough to report on it. Yeah. <laughs> because I grew up watching football, so I know football. But I don't know football well enough to do sideline reporting. I don't right. know football well enough to do a game recap. So I just realized I'm not where I need to be, and so I just – did what I needed to do to get there. So lifelong learning. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Ryan, you're the vet. You've been doing this uh, <laughs> a hot minute. So what, what about you? Um, you know, you know, obviously you still learn every day. You learn new stuff every day in this job. So 
you know, definitely, you know, I, I echo what Jason and Brinkley said, um, you know, when it comes to learning, you know, new things each and every day. Um, but, you know, my favorite part about this job is, you know, getting to watch student athletes, coaches, you know, succeed and, and, and you know, getting to, you know, share their success story, um, you know, and getting to, you know, see them, you know, they put in all that hard work, um, you know, getting to see, you know, them, them raise a trophy or, you know, win a national title, regional title, conference title. You know, that that's what I really enjoy is, is just, you know, being able to, you know, watch them succeed and, and, and share their success stories um, and, and, you know, getting to interact with, you know, outstanding student athletes, um, coaches, and, uh, you know, athletic staff, you know, each and every day. That, that's that's kind of my favorite part of the job. And that's something you and I have talked about I appreciate about you because, you know, when I worked in the field and there were – I'm not going to name names, but there were times we'd be playing other opponents and they'd say, you know, because we, we've talked about the hours and what all goes into it. Man, I hope you guys beat us tonight. That way that way, you get to host the regional. You know, if, if you win, you're going to host the regional. If I win, I have to host it. So go ahead and beat us. I'm like, done. Fine. Lay yeah, down. Right. I yeah. want to host the regional. Absolutely. I want to see my team succeed because that's the fun stuff. Absolutely. You know, and obviously, you know, I, I, come, from, I come from a very – athletically oriented family um you know with, with my dad being a long time former college basketball coach now that he's retired um so you know i like to win um you know i like to see people win and, and i like, I like to see winning people... is so much better than you know losing <laughs> so you know i i just like to see people succeed and, and and you know like i said they put in so much time and effort um you know not only in season but you know a lot of people don't understand what these student athletes go through, um, you know, year round. What the coaches go through year round. Obviously, Brinkley can attest to that. Um, so, you know, that, that's like I said, that, that's what I enjoy about the job. So that's that's all the positives. With every job, there's going to be some negatives. You know, I've always told people that it's a job where you're you're going to be one of the lowest paid people in the field, in the office. Um, you're routinely working 60, 70 hours a week. Every week during the academic year, you're working every weekend. You're working two or three nights a week. Um, so it can be a grind. Absolutely. What's, you know, what's your least that, favorite part of the job? You know, Joe, um, you touched on my least favorite part of the job. And, you know, that's just, you know, the grind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of long hours. Um, it's a lot of weekends. And, you know, sometimes it's, it's holidays. Um, yeah. You know, especially when I worked, um, you know, at the Division One level. I'm at North Dakota State and at Wichita State. Um, you know, there was a lot of times where, especially for Thanksgiving, I wouldn't get to be with my family. Um, you know, I'd be on the road with uh, women's basketball at NDSU and, um, you know, volleyball at Wichita State. Um, so, you know, it, it's definitely, you know, definitely definitely the long hours um, and, and, you know, not getting to, you know, spend time with, you know, spend time with your family on, on weekends and, and holidays. But at the same time, you know, it's, you know, when you get into this field, um, you know, it's part of it. So, um, you know, it's just, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and, you know, I definitely, I wouldn't trade it for the world though, man. Um, well, and having had a dad who was a coach yes. and having worked with me and mm-hmm. seen some of it, um, did you, you kind of had an idea. Of Absolutely. The- yeah, no, no, I, I definitely had, had an idea of, you know, the, you know, the time commitment and, you know, the, the amount of hours, um, you know, you're going to spend. Um, you know, doing your job, um, especially if you want to do it, you know, house, you know, correct and, and you know, uh, professionally. Um, so, you know, and definitely, you know, my dad being a college basketball coach, um, you know, he was obviously on the road a lot. Um, so, you know, it's just it's kind of in my blood. 
you know, it's just kind of in my blood, um, you know, working long hours um, and, you know, weekends. You know, like I said, you know, you get to see, you know, you get to see your teams win championships and, uh, you know, succeed. It's all worth it. What about you two? Like I said, you've been here a coffee cup. Yeah. <laughs> Again. A cup of coffee, second, excuse me. For the second time. No, but I, like, uh, you know, I think especially given if you want to be in the broadcast industry in general and just – my interpretation of growing up with a father that's still in the business, grandfather before him and my older brother's in it now, you have to get used to working odd hours. Um, you know, my dad's worked different shifts. We worked the morning show, so he was getting up in the middle of the night. He'd be done by noon or, you know, now he's back to the the weeknight, so he's, you know, in from about 2 o'clock until about 11.30. So, um especially getting into the broadcast industry, good luck trying to find a normal nine to five mm-hmm. job because they just <laughs> they simply do not exist. Although midday radio was about as close as it got. Um so yeah, you kind of know that going in, or at least you should. And obviously with sports, uh nights and weekends are the bread and butter because that's when the television revenue is at their highest. And so obviously the mighty dollar at the end of the day is what's really gonna drive everything. Um I think the biggest thing for me is and I'm still trying to learn this now, but finding that balance, being able to, hey, on a day when we don't have an event, like for instance today, um, getting out of the office early, making sure you have that time to yourself to be able to recharge the battery so you can go the next day or the next two, as as we kind of have here with Homecoming, where we've got a lot of stuff going on in a very short amount of time. And so being able to balance that, I think, is uh, is the big thing I'm still trying to learn. But, you know, one thing I did want to say uh, previously with the, you know, with the best parts of this job was I had I had a volleyball parent come up to me and say, you know, hey, I truly enjoy reading your recaps, reading your articles, reading everything that that you put out. And so that's kind of one more cherry on top for me in this is, you know, sometimes I think we get lost in the shuffle of why we're doing this. But having that one parent tell me, hey, I enjoy reading your stuff. I enjoy the content you're putting out. That makes it all worth it to me at the end of the day. Yeah. Frankly. Yeah, I guess. Well, piggybacking off of that, since I am more photography inclined, I do a lot of the graphics photos for the teams and take the roster photos. Um, And so it's cool to see my photos up on the website, knowing that I took those. But it's also really cool that I can give photos to the teams and specifically volleyball. They probably use them the most. Granted, they're the ones in season right now. But um, they'll put out those graphics, and I'm saying, like, oh, yeah, I took that, I took that. But they'll reach out to me, and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, I love this one. It looks so good. Thank you so much. And so it's it's sweet. Just um, we put in really hard hours, but those little tidbits of seeing a team be successful or people personally reaching out and saying thank you is what makes it worth it in the end. Um, I think for me, uh, Jason kind of touched on this, time management is really important in our <laughs> field. And my situation this year is – unique because I'm also playing golf uh, at the same time. <laughs> so most mas- most GAs are responsible for a team and then they have their masters to work on. Um, I, being crazy, decided to also play college golf on top of that, <laughs> which is a very time-consuming sport. Um, and so I think what's hard for me is not being able to be as involved as I want to be. I mean, they can attest to this, but I'm not in the office a lot. 
whenever we're trying to schedule media days and rosters, roster photos, we have to work that around my golf schedule. And, and so it, it makes it harder. Um, and it can be stressful trying to fit stuff in. And then you, you look at our calendar and it's all colors <laughs> and everything. Every day has multiple things. Yes. You're welcome. And yeah. it's, we appreciate Jason for doing that. But you just look at it and you realize, man, like we, we deal with a lot. And so it can be uh, stressful. Um, so that's a little more unique for my situation just this year. Won't be the case next year, thankfully, but, um, just time management can be a little difficult. And I admire her for that, by the way. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, the, the fact that she's, she is as involved with our little group as she is Mm -hmm. given the amount of time she does not have for us, I think is nothing short of miraculous. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. I completely agree with Jason. Um, oh, I and, appreciate you know, that. I um, I try. I wish I could be more <laughs> helpful because um, I I know how much we have to do. But Oh, no, we need you for the photography. Trust me, we need you for the photography. I've seen their photography. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, I, <laughs> hey, I was never – I yeah. never uh, – Radio no. guys. Yeah. Yeah, I was exactly. say, you see this, you see this yes. face right here? Yeah, that's that's radio written all over it. Well, Jason, I loved how you talked about the, the, fam- the families coming up and the parents coming up. That was one of the things I loved was – the coaches and the athletes and the parents are, are generally such positive people. When my oldest son was being born, my wife was pregnant. It was the re- regional baseball tournament. We won and we're going on to play in the World Series. And before I could get down to the field to, after we got done wrapping everything up, get down to the field to, to congratulate the team, a bunch of them came to the press box and said, hey, we're going to miss you at the World Series. We know you got you got more important things to deal with here. Good luck. Um, hope everything goes okay with with your son and everything. And I was like, "You just won a regional title and are going to the World Series, and yeah. you're coming up here to talk to me. You get to build a special relationship mm-hmm. in this field, don't you? Because yeah. you're not the coach just huh. hammering on them all the time, and you're not the athletic trainer who's making them hurt as you're trying to fix the injury mm-hmm. or whatever. You're the ones kind of the crazy aunt and uncle that get to, to love on them and, and pump them up. Do you feel, do you get that? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, uh, and like I said, you know, it's one of my favorite parts of the job is, is, you know, getting to impact student athletes and, and, you know, you know, share their story. Um, and, and, you know, also, you know, if they ever have any questions, um, you know, also, you know, kind of be like crazy aunt and uncle to them. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, just, you know, being there for our student athletes as well. And I, I'm sure Jason and then obviously Brinkley, who is a student athlete, um, you know, would, att- would attest to yeah. that as well. I think that's been the cool thing for me is getting unprecedented access to players and, and asking them about their day, asking them questions away from their sport, being able to get to know them on a, on a much deeper level than what a lot of people can because, you know, look, we certainly appreciate the fact of their efforts on the, on, on the field of play, but that's not truly at the end of the day who they are or what they're meant what their purpose is here they're they're meant to get an education just like everybody else and and they've got other problems going on in their lives too and 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 being able to you know be a an outlet for them uh to talk about you know things that they're struggling with or or things that are going on that maybe a lot of people don't else don't really know um i think that's been kind of the cool thing for me is is you know for this job there's there's so many different hats relating back to what brinkley said that we wear and and being kind of a liaison for any problems that some of these student athletes have because boy 
<laughs> with mm-hmm. the amount of stuff that they have to put in on a daily basis, uh, you know, it, it, it kind of helps being able to, uh, you know, help them through some of these situations. Well, I appreciate you guys being here. I'm going to give this last question to Ryan because you're the captain of the ship. <laughs> yes, he is. What are your goals for the athletic media relations team? What are you hoping to accomplish in the in the rest of this school year, in the future? You know, you got a GA that mm-hmm. she's going to be graduating in a couple of years. Where is she going to go? We've got a young man here that's in his first time, and he's the assistant. Imagine he's got some aspirations at Absolutely. some point. What are your goals? You know, Joe, um, you know, that, that's a great ending question, first of all. Um, you know, my prim- primary goal, um, you know, with this department is to, you know, just do the best job we can do at, you know, sharing, you know, our, our, our story, you know, sharing UCM athletic story and, you know, being there for, you know, our student athletes and coaches and, and you know, staff members, um, you know, helping them succeed and, and, you know, helping them you know, continue to grow UCM athletics. Um, and, you know, this also goes into, you know, recruiting, um, you know, and, you know, recruiting obviously is, is huge. Um, and, so, you know, being able to continue to elevate um, Central Missouri athletics um, and, and, you know, continuing to promote, um, you know, the teams and, and you know, the coaches, um, you know, that's my primary goal, my primary goal, um, you know, moving forward. Um, you know, also my, you know, another goal of mine is to help Jason and Brinkley both succeed, um, you know, you know, I, I love having them here in the office. Um, and, you know, if I can help them succeed, um, you know, you know that, that's, you know, that's, that's another huge goal of mine is, um, you know, just, just continue to, you know, help them evolve in the field and, and you know, be successful, um, you know, moving forward in the future and uh, throughout life. Well, that's a great response. I love that. <laughs> um, makes me very, very proud. And I am so proud of all three of you for what you've accomplished, uh, not just since you've been here, but when you got out into the world and uh, experienced some things, and um, I'm dang glad to have you all back. So thank you for being here today. That's been Ryan Anderson, Jason Ketz, Brinkley Beaver, the all-important athletic media relations team here at the University of Central Missouri. When we come back, it'll be time to reflect on some mules and Jenny's history. That's next on Sports Page. We have so much to celebrate in Division II, but we're especially proud of our commitment to make a wish. Division II student-athletes have led a 10-year initiative to raise funds and help grant wishes of children with life-threatening medical conditions. Nearly $3 million have been raised, and hundreds of children's wishes have been granted. We play hard, we work hard, and we support others in need. Why? It's simple. Because we care. It's crossover season in college athletics as winter sports have drawn to a close and spring sports are just getting started. So not a lot of big historical moments for the Mules and Jennies this week. But here are a couple of tidbits to tantalize our history bust for the week of March 16th through 22nd, this week in UCM athletics history. Ties in baseball are rare. Rarer still is it to have two ties on the same day. And even more rare than that is to have two ties on the same day against two different teams. And even more rare than that is to have two ties on the same day against two different teams, but by identical scores. But the Mules baseball team did just that on March 16, 1989, when they tied Marietta 6-6 and then tied Wayne State 6-6. 
Jenny's softball got its first shutout at the South Recreation Complex, a five-inning combined no-hitter on March 20, 2001. Gwen Giffen and Laura Rubhausen paired up to blank Lincoln eight to nothing. Jenny's field at South Rec opened on March 6th of 2001. That's a quick look at this week in UCM Athletics history for March 16th through 22nd. And speaking of history, let's take a look at where are they now. Every week I like to share where one mule and one Jenny are today, and this week I get to share where one former All-American and one of my former students are now. Michael Hicks had a stellar career for the Mules basketball team that resulted in his induction into the UCM Athletics Hall of Fame in 2012. He was a 2005-2006 All-American, a two-time first-team All-MIAA selection, and twice named to the MIAA Tournament All-Tournament team, including MVP honors in 2004-2005. That year, Michael led the Mules to their first MIAA Tournament title since 1983-84. He averaged 21.5 points per game as a senior and ranks 13th on the UCM career scoring list with 1,210 points in just two seasons. Michael is the UCM single-season record holder with 116 three-point field goals and is second in career three-pointers with 191, again, in just two seasons. Since graduating, Michael has been playing professional basketball in Poland. He has specialized in 3v3 basketball, and in 2019, having married and settled permanently in Poland, Michael represented Poland in the 3v3 World Cup in Amsterdam. He was the team's top scorer and led Poland to a bronze medal. In 2020, he competed for Poland in the Olympics in Tokyo. Jada Hill, to be honest, did not have a remarkable athletic career at UCM. She competed four years in track and field for the Jennies in the sprints and relays. She worked hard, battled some injuries, and got everything she could out of her athletic ability. But as a student, she was outstanding. Jada was eager to learn, inquisitive, and dedicated to her craft, which resulted in her hosting sports page when we aired it on CTV Central Television. If you'd like to see some of her work, you can go to youtube.com slash UCMMN. Jada stuck around and got her master's degree in sports management in 2020, and she then parlayed her schoolwork into a career now as the social media coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts of the NFL. She works closely with the Colts coaches, players, and social media director to curate the best content, including graphics, videos, and photos for all of the at Colts football platforms. Now that sounds like a lot of fun. That's a look at where are they now? If you know of a former mule or Jenny who is using what they learned on the gridiron, field, court, course, or track, and in the classroom, email me at jhmore at ucmo.edu and let me know. One more break, and then we'll preview the week ahead in UCM Athletics. Don't go away. This is Sports Page. We can stop to make sure someone is okay. Get in the way and disrupt the situation. Codify an authority. Or walk them home safely. We can change the language around rape. We can make campuses safer for our teammates, our friends, and our classmates. We cannot be bystanders. Taking action isn't always easy, but it's on, on us to intervene. Because we can. Learn more and take the pledge at itsonus.org. Central Missouri Jenny's Golf returns home for the Midwest Intercollegiate Monday and Tuesday, March 20th and 21st at Mules National Golf Club in Warrensburg. 
Mules Golf is in Edmond, Oklahoma for the University of Central Oklahoma Bronco Invitational Monday and Tuesday at Rose Creek Golf Club. Mules Baseball hosts a three-game series against Newman University Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Game times are at 3, 2, and 1 p.m. The Mules are 16-7, and 7-2 seven, seven and two in the MIAA. And UCM Softball returns to the Diamond Friday and Saturday when the Jennies travel to St. Joseph, Missouri for the Fairfield Inn and Suites Softball Classic. They face Bemidji State at noon and St. Cloud State at 4 p.m. on Friday. Saturday, UCM takes on Minnesota State at noon and Wayne State at 2 p.m. The Jennies are 16-7, and 2-2 in conference action. You can keep up with how the Mules and Jennies are doing by logging on to ucmathletics.com or checking out their results at ucmbeat.com and clicking on the Central News tab. Thanks for joining me today on Sports Page, presented by UCM The Beat, the internet radio station of the University of Central Missouri. For more information on upcoming shows, follow us on UCM The Beat social media for Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And check out our blog at ucmsportspage.blogspot.com. Until next time, God bless, and go Mules and Jennies! Did you know that the University of Central Missouri has been leading innovation for nearly 150 years? With more accreditations and more qualified faculty members, our commitment to academic success is unparalleled. And we make sure every student receives the support they need to graduate on time and with less debt. So whatever opportunity you're looking for, make your impact sooner at UCM. With campuses located in Warrensburg, Lee Summit, and online. Find out more about UCM and the power of opportunity in action at ucmo.edu.